1: soon to a theater near you. Gloria didn't have a worry in the world. You look great. Until she met Nikki.
0: I could take care of myself. Yeah, right. Now, this kid, his whole family said he's got nobody. The last thing she wanted. Kid, where you going? Has become the one thing she needs the most.
1: Gloria, do you like me? I could see him doing something with his life. If you wanted me to, I could be your mother.
0: Sharon Stone, Gloria. I like sleeping with you. You know, you're not the first guy to tell me that. Rated R. (laughs) <laughs> uh hello everybody. <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> what the fuck was that? Uh
0: that was What
1: the fuck? Now I I, I I'll admit right now uh I've been getting killed at work uh the past couple weeks a very very big uh couple weeks for the company I work for. So I am a little behind in posting to our Facebook and our Tumblr as far as keeping up with putting <clears throat> clips and pictures from the movies we're gonna be reviewing, which in this case is Gloria right. and uh the remake Gloria. I have not seen the Gloria trailer, or at least that trailer, for the nineteen ninety nine Gloria. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <clears throat> Do you have you seen have you seen those uh fan edit trailers on YouTube where they'll recut them so it's it's something different?
0: Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, there's sure. one
1: there's a specific one with The Shining, where they recut it so it's like a charming, like, like coming-of-age story, like comedy, and,
0: lighthearted. Sure.
1: Yeah, and in 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 the background, it, it, the the music going through it is uh, Peter Gabriel's um, Salisbury Hill.
0: Yeah, and especially the uh, the briefly mentioned the one part in that trailer that works the most with that is when she asks him how he likes it in the hotel, and he's eating his eggs. He goes, "I love it here. I love it here." And it it, mm-hmm. it with the music and the way he says it and it's the sun is coming in through the window, it's like that it works. It's or like when well, they even, did Mary Poppins to make it a horror film.
1: Right. Well, and then, like there's that one shot from behind where he's on the bed in the bathroom and he's like reaches over and like touches the sun or something like that. It's, just, yeah. it's like again perfect. I felt like I was just watching one of those.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, it, it, those? It, it, it really looked that way from the way they did that trailer with the poppy music and all she needed was him. And he, all what he needed the- was her. It's like I really like him. I think he could be somebody someday. What? <laughs> really?
1: Oh, now if if I didn't hate the remake enough, that trailer even just cements it home. It just really just. <laughs> oh. So so anyway, uh, welcome anyway. to Movie Sucktastic, episode one hundred and <clears throat> 18. eighteen. And uh, what? It's one- hundred
0: eighteen
1: that's what I said that's what you and said and we're, we're reviewing uh, Gloria both hey. films titled Gloria one the original one from 1980 and the other from 1999 both on the cusp of a of a decade in the yeah. changing of uh of a de- like, you know so you always have that kind of like every time you have a movie made in like at the end of a decade or beginning of a decade you kind of have that feeling where you can kind of see what's in the past and hopefully see where it's going it's got kind of transitional feel to it right and I and I really think that the second Gloria has more of that than the first Gloria.
0: Oh, absolutely! But I'm
1: getting ahead of myself.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I love I just love the, the the movie poster for Gloria. Sharon Stone is back at her
1: best. <laughs> she didn't oh, that, that trailer when it, when it opened up. She didn't have a care in the world, yeah. eh, except for the two years she spent in prison. What three the fuck? three year, what? 3 get get, give a shit. Okay.
0: Yeah, the film opens up with her getting out of jail.
1: <laughs> oh no, no, let's let's stop. Let's let's go back to the first Gloria first, because that's I I've always I saw Gloria on cable when I was a child. You and I, of course, are the first generation of children to grow up having movies streaming right into their homes, uh, yeah. and we grew up watching HBO and that kind of stuff, and we grew up watching films that, in normal circumstances, for the previous generation, they wouldn't have seen. Yeah. So. 1980, the film came out. uh Give it a year or two to get the cable maximum. So you're looking at uh for me probably like eight, nine. Oh, lot, uh, you maybe uh, younger.
0: They came out in '80. Yeah, probably seven, six, I'm, seven. I'm
1: I'm, I'm I'm estimating. Don't care if I'm right. Yeah. And uh, no, no, you're right. And so, yeah. So as a young kid, uh, I I fell in love with this film. And for some reason, even as a young child, not exposed to this kind of horribleness. Uh there was something gritty and natural about the movie that always appealed to me, and then go and you know, then when I hit age of reason, and later on in years, and now my declining years, I still look back and enjoy the film, right? Greatly, oh, yeah,
0: absolutely. The uh, Jenna Rollins, you know, her 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 portrayal portrayal is glory in the film, Oscar nomination. I mean, she's just. I I love every every part of her in the film. You know, especially when oh. there's that one scene where she's goading the thugs, mm. telling them like, "Come on, come on, I'll, I'll love it. Just try it. I'll love yeah. it." You know, it's just like it's just, just great. She keeps calling them sissies. Yeah, great acting. I want. Acting. The, I
1: want this. She's like the big tough. Guy. I want the sissy over here. <laughs> I keep breathing in my mouthpiece. I want the sissy over here. Put him up here. And now, now we we can sum up since the the remake is so much of a uh, a sadly uh, comparable. Oh. I, I lost track. I, I lost that sentence. Since both films are so close together, uh, like there's not really that much divergence for the remake, we can give the plot to both films simultaneously. The, oh, absolutely. Uh, s- skipping the specifics that kind of separate them, the film is about the films are about a, a mob. Uh, there's a mob accountant. accountant yeah. Who, who dicks over the mob because that's always a bright idea. They catch on to it. They kill the entire family, but uh, the young. Hispanic child escapes the, the the murder and is protected by Gloria, an ex uh, mob doll, mob wife, whatever you want to call her, and uh, she takes on the mob single handedly, trying to protect this kid and get him out of the city and in you know out of harm's way. That's your plot, pretty much. Yeah, there's. Yeah. I mean, now it, the original. You know, film.
0: It, it, it's interesting. The original film, they're chasing after the kid and a book. has all everything's written down because it's you know the 70s early 80s in the remake they keep saying disc and i'm gonna admit something right now i really thought it was a cd for a long time until they actually (laughs) (laughs) because (laughs) i really thought it was a cd for until near the end where he you know it's a floppy disc and i'm Mm -hmm. like oh you gotta be kidding me a floppy and it's rolling it around and or purse the whole film.
1: But it was a but it was a three and a half, not a five and a quarter. Let's yeah. be fair.
0: No, of course. But there were CD burners in 1999.
1: It, it's three and a half and five and a quarter, right? Not the other way around.
0: For floppies, yeah, it's three and a half.
1: Well, three and a half, not not five, not three and a quarter, five and a half. I was right the first time. Okay.
0: Well, they did used um, to have five and a quarter floppies, but there's no here nor there.
1: Well, they
0: <sighs> they used to have nine inch floppies. They were gigantic.
1: Nine inch, yeah, I know. Uh, War games, perfect example. Yeah. Oh. Now, <clears throat> yeah, and and that's one of the things too. Uh, well, I don't want to get into the second film yet. Okay. I really want to devote myself to the cat. Now, John Cassavetes wrote and directed. Yes. Gloria.
0: Who? I- uh, lying- Gina Rowlands yeah. is his wife.
1: Right. So that's a, a benefit to that. You know. Now, I- I'd be lying if I said I was a huge Cassavetes fan, but I do like some of his films. Uh, this. The killing of a Chinese bookie. Uh, I, I just—he does good stuff, and you know he's an actor too, so he's all around. You know, a triple threat. Yeah. And uh, this John John Castavetti's films, the the ones that people remember, and the ones people go back to, have that kind of um, despair to them, and they never really end on a truly happy ending. Uh, for the most part. Now, right. We'll get to the we'll get to the ending of Gloria in the in a, in a minute or eventually, but um there is a pervasiveness of this kind of like uh just just hopeless hopeless struggle in the film and it's helped by the fact that new york is like the worst place in the world yeah. it's it's one of my i i've always said i hate new york movies i hate new york movies where it was just everything sucks and then at a certain point new york city kind of put a clamp on that and if you're going to film in the city they 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 just have the uh the tourist borough just just climb right up your ass and make sure that everything you show in the film. Like, just look at the out of towners—the original and the remake—and oh, sure. it goes from this, fo- this movie sucks to, "Hey, we're so going to go see an opera with the cross-dressing John Cleese. Isn't this fun?" What the fuck happened? You know, it's just—I
0: <laughs> mean, just the one—the uh, one scene in the film where she's in that apartment building with the kid, where the mob guys—the uh, scene right before she goats them. You know, I was telling them, you know, "Come on, come on, make you know, go ahead. I love it." The—the the paint peeling off the walls. In that scene, is so yeah. bad that it had it. It's, it has to be real. It was not made for the movie. New York really was a shithole for a long time. Still and, is. Th- well, there are still plenty of sections that are. But uh, I think I, I, I associate myself with that a lot because of, because we did grow up in the '80s and I did spend mm-hmm. a lot of my time growing up in places like Newark. So I kind of well. I kind of I kind of I you know get the feeling that or, or I have the feeling that I, I associate myself with, with just the areas, you know. It just when you, I watch you, it it kinda takes me back.
1: You associate yourself with filth and grime. I understand. Uh, hey, I'm I'm not yeah, gonna no, deny no, it. Meet <laughs> now um well even when she goes uh um no matter where she goes, it's disgusting and miserable. Even when she goes like to try to go to the nice the nice hotel to check in. Yeah. Remember that one part? Even that is like it's still dingy. There's no, it's just not bright. It's just everything's dark. That I, I I always say to this day, this is such an I hate New York film that the end, like the light at the end of the tunnel is, we made it to Newark. <laughs> we made it to Newark. Like the, in the nicest place they stay the entire time, uh, apart from now. It, I have to admit one confusion: is that her apartment they go to? Because um, she was she was at her apartment when... They never really explained it, I thought. I mean, I, I might have missed something, but she goes to another apartment. I thought she lived apartment. in the
0: building that they lived in in the opening of the film.
1: Yeah, she did. I that didn't think her, she had was, a
0: second apartment.
1: Her, her cat was there and everything. Now, unless that was... if If she did live there, they would have tracked her down. So I was assuming that place belonged to a friend or something. Right. Or... Or, it, I mean, if, if it had any connection to her with the mob ties, there would have been goons waiting there. She wouldn't have gone back there twice. Sure. Exactly. That was the only part that. And you know what? I, I kind of like it didn't explain fully. Again, has this great thing, uh, one of those great directorial things where he, he lets actors act. And there's usually, there's always like a, a uh, an improv feel to it because it's not, there's always like, it's always natural, it's organic. Right and well, like um, for
0: instance, when uh, I hate I keep going back to when she was goading them, but she says kind of like the same line again, because I think she felt how that it worked, you know, and that mm-hmm. that's the type of character that she was portraying mm-hmm. that she would say it again, you know, because she says it not too much uh, later in the film, uh, right, in, in almost the same fashion, and it, and it works just as well. So I, you're no, right, no. He, he he does do that
1: now speaking of speaking of repeating yourself and like dialogue uh the child the kid yeah uh who's uh wow now what's 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 the kid's name damn it oh it's the kid uh, but, I mean yeah I'll
0: tell you in a second it's uh, i'm
1: totally I'm I'm embarrassed. I can't even get the kids. The whole film is like yeah, you. are not going to shoot a, like an a eight-year-old Puerto Rican kid on the street, are you? <laughs> Come on, holy.
0: Yeah, you know I'm what? drawing
1: a. I'm drawing a complete goddamn blank here. <laughs> he's not even listed like in the um, in the uh, credits here that I'm seeing. Wow, you're right. Jesus. Yeah. Oh I, I, wow. I, I, all right. So let me. I'll, I'll just ignore that totally. The kid. The <laughs> If you if you read reviews, uh, some hindsight reviews, some people like knock the performance, saying, "Oh, the kid couldn't act for shit." He's and a I kid. like the the dipper. He's a kid. Well, I think it was the perfect uh, a young uh, Hispanic kid who speaks uh, in a bilingual family. Uh, the father works a lot, so obviously the kid's home alone more. There's there's still that broken English to the kid. The kid doesn't speak well because he's a kid, like you said, right and I'll take that kind of dialogue which is very stilted but still very believable and natural as opposed to the Will Smith son wannabe from the 1999 version who who looks like he's ready to, to star in a remake a Karate kid <laughs> and it's yeah. and there's it's it's the, the the kid everything is everything about the kid in the remake and I'm not I'm trying not to jump back and forth too much uh is is uh designed to be like cute and uh and uh ingratiating and you like you you like the kid even though he's like a toughie and he says things and repeats a lot of the dialogue verbatim from the first film the his the, the young kid in the first film is grating and annoying yeah. the high-pitched voice he repeats things he says things at random uh and and totally believable <laughs> by that for yeah, a second he's a kid <laughs>
0: yeah you know he doesn't it, have an agent let's put it that way
1: yeah right I, I, and I, I love like it's the epitome of seventies fashions bleeding into the eighties. Is the like the tight pants and shirt with the wide lapels that kid's wearing through the entire thing?
0: Oh, I know. With that hair that you just couldn't possibly <laughs> even keep under control,
1: like that weird froish kind of you yeah know, curly. uh, uh it, it's like if it, it got shaved even, off,
0: it would get up and move.
1: <laughs> right. I mean, I, I don't expect like an inner city eight year old. Was he eight? Or am I getting confused? Jared? In that range.
0: He was in that yeah.
1: range. I don't expect an inner city eight year old to uh like be fluent in any kind of dialogue. I you know, it's just it's natural. And and uh, so I don't think that's the negative that a lot of uh some reviewers will point out for that. Uh now Gloria, we t- you talked about her. Yeah. And again, uh I try not to jump back and forth too much, but when they remade it You get uh, Sharon Stone, and she's pretty, and she's made up pretty throughout it. Gloria, uh, Julie Carmen, Jenna Rollins. Not Jenna Owens. Sorry, I'm uh, I'm like totally lost here. Right, she she's got this haggard look to her.
0: Yeah, yeah, she looks like a woman that just has had fucking enough.
1: (laughs) She's seen some shit. Yeah, she's weathered. She's I, I mean and. Throughout, the, you know, she goes through multiple uh, costume changes, if you want to call it that, throughout the film, right. and she dresses nice, but there's always like something like run down about her. Where you get, it's just this again, you, it, it's the city, it's the situation, everything about it just just weighs on you. And uh, <clears throat> she's she's uh, she rarely smiles, and when she does, it's not a good smile. <laughs> Whereas it's not a happy smile.
0: You don't believe for one second that Sharon Stone did three years in prison. You just don't and, and, and of course in the opening of that film they put her back in the, the evening gown that says well, you know, it's rules you gotta wear what what you came in with. And of course she's wearing some sort of a nightgown, evening ball dress. Uh and of course it's like okay, you get Sharon Stone in high heels and cleavage. Why are we doing this? Is this really right. necessary?
1: See, so you you can see Right off the bat, what happens here is this, "Okay, we're gonna rem- we're gonna remake Gloria." Oh, okay. We want to do. So we're gonna. Uh, we know the story. We know the film. All right. Now, a couple things we gotta change. First of all, Gloria's gotta be sexy. Yeah. But but she's like this hardened. I was like, oh, she could be hardened and tough and you know from the streets and stuff. But she's gotta be sexy. Well, let's, and we gotta underline that to begin with. That's. Uh, I mean, the first time you see her in uh, the 1980s, Gloria, she's got a trench coat on. Uh, and every time, every other time you see her, again, she's, she's, she's never, she's never sporting it uh, glamorous.
0: Right. Oh, yeah.
1: If, and, and it's, it's, uh, but again, that whole, and it's kind of emble, uh, emblemic of like the 90s where everything was just, uh, they were just polishing everything up. Nothing was really had any substance to it. Uh, that's my opinion. And, it, Let's put Sharon Stone in this. We now have to make her beautiful. We have to make sure we can dress her up five or six times and make sure she looks great. Let's put that evening gown on her for the first ten minutes. And then there's, it's funny because people are staring at her because she's wearing an evening gown at the airport. Ha, 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 ha. And, and, and again, it, it's like they missed the whole point of why the original film was uh, good. Mm-hmm. Now, Lum, Lume yes, can, can suck it. He can suck it for, for doing this. And Something. I found one. I found one interview...
0: I agree with that a little bit. Not entirely.
1: You know what? I found one interview where he said, I like to work all the time, and sometimes when I can't find a good script, I'll take a fair script. Okay. I'm not saying that's an excuse. And I'll go a step further. Network, which is like when you look at his his resume, that's the one thing that really stands out big time. Hmm. Network is not... Famous because it was beautifully directed. It's competently directed. Well, it's beautifully written.
0: Dog Day Afternoon. I mean, it,
1: again, I, I it was. It's it's a it's a it's not the it's not those films. It's not the direction that sets them apart. It's not. Oh, it was beautifully filmed. It was. It's a good movie, and it had great actors, great directors, the performances, and the and the script drove those films he was just a decent director who had great scripts and great talent put him in the same situation he makes this film what happened well we had a great script but we just we rewrote it and when i say rewrote it i mean we cut and paste entire bits of dialogue from the original to the remake but we didn't really bother smoothing them out so they fit you're just watching Gloria in 1999, and then every now and then it's like you hit a you hit a bump. What was what was that? Well, that was the original dialogue from uh, 1980. So, well, it, it sounded awkward and weird. So that's because it's not being spoken genuinely, and it, it doesn't really fit the scene. They just try to squeeze as much as possible into it, as if taking the actual words from the original and shoehorning them into this piece of shit would somehow make it a better film.
0: You're right, and. <sighs> I like Sidney Lumet. I I think... suck it. I think... Well, he's dead, so that really doesn't hurt him in any way, shape, or form. He could have sucked it. He could still suck it from the grave. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I I think... I, I, I think he probably didn't want to make this film. He knew that it was a bad script. He knew that it was casted... Poorly. Everyone in this film that was, cast. was casted cast. completely wrong. Ca-
1: Joey, Joey, cast. Casted? It was cast. Poorly. Okay, okay. It no was e. D. cast. No ED. I'm just telling you so you don't do it again, that's all. I'm not okay.
0: Afraid. I just feel like okay? I got sprayed with a water bottle. That's what I feel like right now.
1: Bad, Joey. Bad.
0: <laughs> it was cast completely it. wrong. Everyone is wrong for their part. Everyone. Even George C. Scott is wrong, and you could tell he's really trying. He's really trying for his good buddy Sidney Lumet.
1: I don't think he's trying. I think he's just doing what he. George C. Scott is one of those actors. He is not capable of phoning it in. For him, phoning it in is doing a good job. (laughs) If you know, if 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 there's there's nothing below that. Now, if he wants to give a stellar performance, that's something else. But if he's just going to walk on set, just Move around for a bit, and then walk off. He's going to give a. He's going to do a good job, and that's what he does. And, but it, there's, but there's it's there's, he's there, and he. It's got his style to it. Mm-hmm. But there's 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 just as much depth to his acting as there is to the character in the film, which is none.
0: You know, this was his last theatrical film.
1: I know, and that was horrible. It's, it's fucking
0: this, sad. This movie killed him.
1: Hmm. Ah, uh, so bad and now compare his character to the mob boss in the uh the original, original Gloria. It you never my, meet him
0: It could be my uncle <laughs>
1: <laughs> well but but again when she when you finally when she finally goes to him and you meet him he's not a smooth talker he doesn't have a he doesn't have a uh uh an air of sophistication or anything he speaks broken english or or, or thick not not broken english thick accent he doesn't speak in broken English I'm getting that mixed up he has a, he has an accent. Uh, he's he, his his uh when he talks it's a bit off he's a real person talking to her you're yeah. not watching an actor you're watching a real person and and she comes she even as an actress comes off like a real person too the and part of that's just the writing again and Casavedez was great at just creating these uh casual natural uh moments expert fucking screenwriter and when you take that but then you just mangle that you we we can't have this we need to get a big name for that Mm -hmm. why do you again we need george c scott in here why because we need another name because god god help us uh uh, i don't know why we thought sharon stone could sell this is it a wonder they tried to sell the film as something it wasn't in the trailer there's your warning sign right there what is this oh it's a it's, it's it's well the original was a gritty Crime drama about this woman escaping the mob. Let's make it like a touching, like uh, story between a woman and a child. Okay, we could do that. I mean, but yeah. we we do have this. We do have the source material. That's that's uh, good. Uh, well, no, it's good. But I mean, let's. Oh, and uh, for the record, according to the Oxford
0: English Dictionary, "casted" is correct. Thank you very much. Really? Yes.
1: Really? Yes. Wow, you're 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 checking me.
0: You listen. You just berated me live on on the on on the show. I
1: wasn't. I wasn't <laughs> berating. I was just telling you. Uh,
0: they say it is not widely used, but it does exist. Thank you.
1: That that's that's why. But it, it actually not it actually
0: goes on to say it is making a comeback as using it as a uh, past tense for cast.
1: It sounds wrong,
0: but it doesn't mean it is. I know you're the writer. There's there's no question about oh. it. <laughs>
1: I wouldn't have said anything if it didn't sound awkward. That's
0: all. Okay. But back back um, to the review. I lost now. <laughs> uh. uh let's jump to um the to the back to the original nineteen eighty film. Um mm-hmm. uh, especially uh with Gina Rowland's performance. It um it did garner her an Oscar nomination. She lost out to Sissy Spacek that year for uh, The Coal Miner's Daughter. Now, I actually yeah. thought she won Best Actress yeah. for this. If you would have put a gun to my head, I would have told you she won best, a- best Actress for it. Because maybe it was just ingrained in me so through the years from watching it as a kid and growing up with it that her performance mm-hmm. was that good, which it is. I mean, I've seen Sissy Spacek in The Coal Miner's Daughter, and it's, that's a good film, it's a decent performance, yeah. but I, I don't think, I think a lot of people get mesmerized by the emotion that some people might perform in, like in a role like that where Sissy Spacek is emotional, she's crying, she's giving, pouring her heart out. But I think they look past a role like this that, in my opinion, is the better role. You can look back at it and you can still you get goosebumps when, you know, she's pointing a gun at you and calling you a sissy. <laughs> you let a woman beat you. You know, things like that. <laughs> it's just Oh, it's just things like that that really that stand
1: out. Spe- speaking of sissies.
0: Oh, oh boy.
1: How how All right. Uh, in let's go to the 1999. You're going to talk about the
0: boyfriend, minute. right? Uh
1: not no. No, you okay. you you broke up the wrong tree there. How many people does Gloria in Gloria nineteen ninety nine kill to save to to protect herself and the child?
0: Nobody. Ah. Uh, uh, wait, uh, wait! 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 Hold on. I thought she two two people
1: accidentally <laughs> during the car chase.
0: Oh, that's that's why I'm thinking gun, and you know Gina Rowlands from the first yeah. film was what, like killing people what, all over the, the place.
1: Uh, yeah. What's his name? The gas man from uh, Dumb and Dumber. She sideswipes him when he clings onto the car yep. when she's driving away. And then the other guy that's chasing her, he ends up driving into a, a divider. And he gets, in, like, they showed a the blood on the windshield. He's R- dead. Right. So she, you know, she inadvertently kills two guys. So what does that mean? That means she's not a bad person. It's the this is the kind of shit they started doing in the late '80s and carried on through the '90s, right. where we can't have the bad, we can't have the hero kill anybody. Uh, we, ha- we have we yeah, have to keep no more
0: anti-heroes. Way. The you know, forget it.
1: Right. Yeah. Now Gloria, I the my favorite scene in that one of the, my favorite the whole movie is my favorite scene. The scene where she's trying to get away with the kid and she she's, she's actually trying to get rid of the kid. She's like, fuck it, I can't go, go, go get a subway. <laughs> I'm I'm done with you, but he won't let go of her. And then the the mob car pulls up, and there's there's four or five guys in the car, four guys in the car, and like come on, Gloria, give us the kid, give us the kid, and eventually like there's just like this moment of silence where they're all looking at each other, and then the guys open start opening the doors and well, get that's, out. Well, that's the part and she
0: where just, she says, you know, what are you going to do? Shoot an eight year old Puerto Rican kid?
1: Right, she says that, and then there's this pause, and then like the answer, like the unspoken answer is, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what we're going to do the one guy like motions his head the guy other goons in the back go to get out and immediately she just drops in a crouch and fires like three shots into the back of the car but, bam 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 but not before drives, she starts hey.
0: rifling through her purse which where they're thinking in their heads they're no, she's she probably had gonna, hand,
1: she had her she's, she had her hand like in the purse right but they
0: they're not even moving cuz they're not feeling threatened by it because they figure oh she's a woman eh, she's probably so, gonna reach for papers or lipstick or something I mean, that a woman does
1: Well, yeah, I'm not even into the that kind of thing. All what I'm saying is, it's her. As soon as she she has like she's threatened, drops down, puts three shots in the back, and then as the car drives, screeches off, just like runs out in the street and empties the rest of the gun at the fucking car. Yeah, it flips. There's no doubt in your mind. Everybody in that car is dead. (laughs) (laughs) And and then every time something happens, she pulls. She's like, all right, I got the gun. Yeah. Now and. And that's the thing I want to now. I well, it's funny
0: because her ex-mob uh, husband, boyfriend, he's like, "You got to stop killing people." <laughs> every, he's, every, he's like, every time we try and get close to talk to you, you kill somebody. <laughs> it's like, yeah, because you put mm-hmm, me in and, the position to do it.
1: And it's 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 that same feeling as uh, the the killing of a Chinese bookie too, where it's just you know when you push this, it's, it's a hard person. Who's just trying to get along, doing their own life? But when you back them into a corner, it's it's like it's just like fucking with a rabid dog. Right. And and there's there's an element to this too that I have to bring up as far as how Lume Lume can suck it, and Casavetti's is a genius as always. Is that um, let's go go to the scene where Gloria in now in in the original, Gloria is a neighbor, like a friend in the same apartment building as the wife of right. the. To the kid. account yes yeah. who in the original is played by Buck Henry and I'll tell you there's nothing I like better than watch Buck Henry eat a bu- bullet so it's always a good scene <laughs> now am I am I correct I haven't looked it up am I mistaken in thinking that Buck Henry was also the guy that um that gets beaten <laughs> get beaten half to death in the hotel room in midnight cowboy um I almost want to say that is that I don't want to look it up I want it, I want to be right without looking it up
0: well I'll look it up for you Okay, I'll, I'll let you know if you're right.
1: <laughs> and so, so and so, then uh, just before the mob gets there, the the friend asks Gloria, says, "Please take my children from." Of course, the daughter won't go because fucking teenage girls. So she dies, which is what should happen to teenage girls that don't listen. And the, uh, she takes the the kid because the the, the her friend asked mm-hmm. her to. And then she's there's like this. Okay, you know, I'm. She feels this responsibility towards the kid. In the 1999 version she goes back to her boyfriend in New York after getting out of jail in Florida, who she spent time for, and apparently the fact that he never came to visit her once didn't clue her off that she shouldn't bother going back. Right. She's, you know, And then while she's there, she happens to overhear they're going to kill this kid, and saves the kid. Just like, immediately puts herself in harm's way to save this kid, and then later tries... It doesn't work because then later she's acting like, oh, I'm stuck in the situation, I want to get out of it, maybe you should just go on your own. But it doesn't work if you went out of your way to get into that situation in the first place, which she does. Right. Now, uh, the reason I'm bringing all this up, the scene where Gloria, or Sharon Stone, uh, takes on the mob guys to save the kid, it's a long scene. It's like a good five minutes where she's holding the guns, and this guy, okay, now go over here, now do this, now take. Now give me your guns. Long scene, right? Mm-hmm. Take the same length of scene... I guarantee it's roughly the same length when, she, when Gloria in 1980 oh, is, at the, is at the diner, is at the restaurant, at the Subway restaurant, and all of a sudden she just sees, oh, the Mafia guys were trying to escape. They're sitting at a table over there ordering food. <laughs> and she just gets up and walks over with her gun and just starts threatening them. And, and, and I love that scene, too, because it's like perfect I Hate New York because she, she has a gun out and she's like, I have a gun. And if you watch the guy on the left, like behind her to the left, who's eating, he just kind of slowly looks over. And is like, Did I just hear what I uh, <laughs> <laughs> And everyone, this tip, and this is totally exactly what would happen in New York City. Nobody in the restaurant moves. Everyone's like, they stop eating, but no one moves. Everyone's like, Okay, okay. <laughs> she goes through her thing, and nobody calls a cop. <laughs> I've got a gun. Give me your guns. Okay. Now we have to get out of the back. Remember, and then people go back to eating their meals. That's it. That's now it. in that scene or the scene where she's in the stairwell with the kid and all of a sudden she hears the guys coming from the other direction. All these scenes, there is a palpable tension. Cassavetes is great at putting these scenes up where you feel the uh, right down to when she, when she puts her gun in the, in the guys in the, in the, against the one guy's head when she's telling them to empty their uh, put their guns on the table. And you can see it physically shaking, like the adrenaline's there. Mm-hmm. She can't help it.
0: Sure. Castlevet's oh,
1: yeah. has this tension in these scenes. You feel the desperation. None of that is in any, 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 even during the chase sequence. None of that is apparent in Lumet's suck-ass version. yeah not.
0: I actually thought you were gonna uh, you were gonna mention when she tells all of them to take off all their clothes and empty their wallets and. Uh, thro- That's what know, I meant. Yeah. Well, oh, you said, I was you said you said you said restaurant.
1: No, no, that's the 19 that's the the 1991,
0: uh, 1999 that's film. I thought I was talking about the Sharon Stone. I thought you right. were comparing it to that.
1: I was. I was comparing the restaurant scene in 1980 versus the 1999 scene where she's having them take their clothes off and stuff. Oh, fine.
0: Okay. I don't know why okay. I, I, I overlooked it. Uh but yeah. Um Yeah, that scene went on forever, especially when they're dropping the clothes out of the window and the guy the bell the bellhop guy uh, i like fr- that <laughs> what the hell's <laughs> going on
1: <laughs> and then he and he has to dive when the shoes come down that was that's like the only part of the film i enjoyed because it was like a, it was the only original part of that film yeah that wasn't it was it's it i now i wish that part hadn't been in there because he could not take that whole scene away right and even the bad guy we can't we can't have it can't be this like the mob it has to be her ex-boyfriend who betrayed her right who she who she did three years for yeah, and, and it has to be all about women in a man's world, and it can't just be. I mean, now that that's all, that's all kind of spoken a little bit in Gloria, but it's all undertone because it's not on the surface. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, she, she, she's a woman. You notice she's a woman. She's up against tough guys. You notice that. Uh, the Gloria 1999 feels a need to ramp it up and make it and, and, and wow. have like the dialogues where the, the boyfriend's mis- mistreating her and she just, she's so confused because she, uh, you know she's been betrayed and all that all you have to do in Gloria you don't need that backstory in the original Gloria because all you have to do is look at her face when like, she like any kind of expression she makes say mm-hmm. yeah she's been through there oh, she's yeah. been there
0: and speaking of women in the film the Buck henry's uh, his wife uh, in the original who is absolutely, uh, stunning, uh, absolutely stunning, beautiful, uh, Spanish woman, um, who, it, her name escapes me, I'm not gonna look it up, but you actually f- feel for her, you know, and her family that her husband totally fucked up, and you, you just, you know what's coming, and you genuinely Julie? feel, uh, I'm
1: sorry, Julie Carmen,
0: there you go, there you go, um, she actually has first billing on IMDb for some reason.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But anyway, and they don't. Ah, she's from, Jer- don't give she's the from kids Jersey. She's from Jersey too. She's from the next town.
1: Everybody. Over. <laughs> everybody in this film's from Jersey. No, man. a lot.
0: Of, most people are from New York. Um, she's actually from the next town over from me. But anyway, oh. um, She uh, she's from Milburn. Anyway, you genuinely f- feel for her, even her mother, who. She's been in a lot of like little things uh, as people's moms <laughs> Spanish moms in the remake the 1999 remake the woman who's basically Rosie Perez's let slightly less annoying sister you feel nothing for her you feel nothing for her, her for her children or her mother you actually are happy when they're shot that's what? that mm-hmm. that is the difference
1: and, and again. There's when when when, I, when they're talking when the dialogue takes place in those scenes. There's this this sense that we're watching something rehearsed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The mother has the mother has everyone speaks in complete thoughts and sentences. That doesn't happen in the real world, especially when you're under a stressful situation. You go to Casavetti's scene. Everyone's talking over each other. No one's making any sense. Uh, every now and then there's a lull, and then whenever it's just, it just it has a nat it has an organic flow to it. Yeah. Uh, that's really I, I, and if if you're a real director it can get that out even on from a script you don't have sure. to just tell people to wing it in order to get a natural uh, improvised kind I, of feel I,
0: I think uh i think Lume could suck it i think you chose the right word uh for cassavetes and the original organic i, I think that's a an appropriate definition or a, a word used to define the film i really do
1: and and considering it's in New York, it's like rotting vegetables, organic. <laughs> uh,
0: that shouldn't be the now, first thing you think of when you think organic, but for you, I guess
1: maybe it is. Now, when I revisited the original Gloria and forced myself to watch the remake... You forced
0: um, everyone to watch the remake. Let's be clear yeah, about that.
1: <laughs> yeah. I. It occurred to me Gloria had already been remade.
0: Is it a French film first?
1: Uh no, 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 The original is Gloria 1980. I'm saying they remade it after that.
0: Was it a TV movie?
1: No, it was a, it was a major feature film. You've seen it.
0: Was it not called Gloria then?
1: It was not called Gloria. And it actually came out uh no, all right, let me take <laughs> it uh, it was remade in a French film, and then it was remade again in America.
0: Is this the one? Okay, I think I know what no, it I, is. I think the, there's an Italian song called Gloria that I no, think was was used in the, in the no. French film.
1: Nope.
0: Well, no, I'm saying I'm, I'm, being, I'm saying that that I'm, one was I'm, used in the I'm, French film.
1: I'm I'm being a little coy on this. You I'm being are. a little coy on this. Okay. The professional is a re- rip off of Gloria, <laughs> dude. I'm not ho- kidding. Ho- holy when shit! You you're s- right shit see all the take when you the opening of the gloria is the first half hour of the professional
0: wow
1: Even, what, what what a and, fucking and, connection now now when i when it occurred to me while i'm watching i'm thinking you know in the back of my mind i think coincidence you know i don't give it much thought when you get to the scene where the kid and gloria are in the hotel room and the kid tells gloria he loves her it it clicks it's like motherfucker he ripped off Gloria. It's a complete rip off of Gloria. Does that? I did no research. I did no research to see if there was an actual, uh, if it was actually remade or if there was any exchange of copyright. I seriously doubt it. If it just feels like it was ripped off.
0: Does that stain the professional for you now?
1: No, it doesn't. But well, it's it, because again, a lot of films are, are like rip offs and remakes of each other. But I'm just saying, it, it never really occurred to me, and it clicked. It's like, holy shit, the professional really is right down to, you know, the only difference is he works for the mob. <laughs> yeah, yeah, instead of being true. like an ex-mob. All you do is reverse the roles. Uh, you know, so now, then, now it's the girl telling the guy she loves him. Instead of making uh, him, like, bitter and hard, you make it the other way around with the little girls like the, the street smart kid and, and, and Leon is the, uh... He is the uh, kind of innocent babe, mm-hmm. but he's protecting her. It's, it's It's a fucking mirror image of it.
0: I'm looking to see if there's
1: any trivia about that. It blew, it, it, it blew my mind, sir. I was like, "Holy shit!" I, I can't. Uh... I mean, there's no, there's no sharing of any writing, uh, writing credits, so there's no acknowledged connection between them as far as saying this was adapted from that. But I'm telling you, the professionals is a remake of uh, Gloria, and a ten times better remake than fucking Gloria. <laughs>
0: well yes, <yeah, it's> true. <laughs> I'm seeing if anyone on the forums ha- has said anything a- anywhere near that.
1: And let me just let me just underline that uh the professional, the uh the, the French one? Yeah. Nineteen eighty one. That that came out in nineteen eighty one, Glory came out in nineteen eighty. Okay. No wait, I'm looking at a different professional. Is it the same one? Don't know. No, I'm. That's that's a different professional. That's a Le professional.
0: yeah, It's probably about being a prostitute. But,
1: but, no, no, it's it's a, it's a hitman kind of thing. But oh, it, it's it? not the same movie. Okay. Yeah. Now, but the professional uh, that came out in what 2001, 2002. 1994. 94? Really? <laughs> yes. Wow.
0: Movie's almost 20 years old.
1: You, you, you know, uh it, it, the it's all it's all just like melding together in my head. I can't tell anymore. <laughs> it's fucking horrible. Um,
0: wow. yeah. Two thousand one.
1: <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Oh. Anyways, so, so the professionals made in nineteen ninety. and it's it, yeah. <laughs> then after they do that, someone says, "Oh, should we should remake Gloria." Well, they already did. Thank you. Yeah, that, that, that's the a 1980s. great. That's a great connection,
0: dude. It really is. Yeah,
1: I, yeah. I, I fumbled when I mentioned the, the French professional. It's not really the same thing. Yeah. So uh, I, I, uh, I apologize for that slip up there. Not a problem. I you know I didn't do any research I just like just, re- just remembered oh shit that's right I was thinking about this while I was watching the film so and, it's really uh, this more uh, up, up from the hip
0: just so everyone knows uh, this is a January release it came out on January twenty second nineteen ninety nine very fitting the nineteen ninety nine film is uh, January right. release uh, very fitting well, yeah four point seven on IMDb
1: if if the trailer is like trying to sell a different movie. You you know what was the other film that did that uh, in the past couple of years? There was one that was glaringly obvious. It was like, "Well, holy shit, they're trying to sell a different film." And it, I they, think it was a movie. Had,
0: had, I think it was a movie we we reviewed.
1: Yeah, because because they literally had two different trailers. They had one trailer that was accurate, and one trailer that was like, "Okay, let's sell this as a romance," right? Or something wacky like that. Yeah, you. I was telling somebody recently. I forget who. I was like as film, as like film viewers, the way you and I are, and and, you know, I guess, to an extent, film criticism, uh, film theory, we are highly tuned into being able to tell whether a film is good or bad based on the trailer. Easily. And not right, and not because of...
0: That's still a a bit that I want to do for the show.
1: Well, I I have have something I want to bring up uh, on the show, too, speaking of bits, but I mean, but watching a trailer um it's not necessarily like just how what story is told or anything it's we have this conscious knowledge of what you do to manipulate a trailer to sell it to the audience, and we are um aware of that we can, just, and you can we can see it.
0: through the bullshit how's that
1: you can you can tell i mean again i'm I'm still defending the Lone Ranger, and one of the one reasons I went to see it at the theater is because the trailer felt. Genuine.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I was like, this genuinely feels like uh, a fun film. Something about the way it's cut, it just makes me tell. It makes me feel like they're actually telling me what the film's like. You watch that Gloria trailer at the beginning of the episode, the nineteen ninety nine one. That that is so full of shit.
0: Yeah, it's like I just posted so the uh, the Ronan forty seven trailer with Keanu Reeves.
1: Oh Jesus! It's yeah.
0: fucking awful. Wow. There's no way that's going to be good. No possible way. Can't
1: Can I tell you how it was pitched in Hollywood? I'll tell you exactly how it was pitched. Lord of the Rings with
0: Samurais.
1: Close, close. 300 with Samurais.
0: (laughs) Lord of the Rings with 300 with Samurais.
1: You don't think they used both?
0: I bet somebody in a fucking nice tie at a mahogany table mentioned both movies.
1: No, I don't think Lord of the... I never got a Lord of the Rings feel, but I definitely got a strong 300 feel. Especially when with like the special now they're trying to do a 300, but instead of doing the comic book look, they're trying to go for that uh, um, that that martial arts fantasy sword and sorcery uh, feel from like the from the 60s and 70s, mm-hmm. that kind of thing, and you can see it. But I just really feel like they're trying to pull that 300 thing too, where the fantasy world and. It, I didn't get Lord of the Rings, but that's just me. Maybe, I don't know, I'll, I'll go back and watch it again to see if I get that, that view. For me, I felt it was really just trying to say, okay, let's do Seven Samurai, but with 300. Right. It's even got the number in it, 47, as opposed to... Well, yeah. It's even got yeah. the number in it. Yeah,
0: no, I know. Both films, I mean, there's a lot of swordplay in, in both films, uh, yeah. 300 and the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Uh, first thing I thought of was Lord of the Rings. First thing you thought of was 300. It's very interesting that that's the way our heads went. Um, but well, right. uh, <laughs> everyone, go out and take a look at the Ronin Forty Seven trailer, and just let us know. Uh,
1: just that as long as you cool. don't watch the film, that would that, that would be the. Uh... I think
0: that's inevitable. I think people and, are going to do it anyway.
1: And I'll be honest, I'm I'm already to like Keanu Reeves again. I'm I'm not I'm not hating on it just because it's kind. Of, nah. I, I personally, when I the first thing I thought was, oh good, maybe I'll like Keanu Reeves in this.
0: I so just I don't care about Keanu dude,
1: Reeves. D- well, it, it, dude, it was like again, uh, we're not reviewing it yet, but Man of Steel. Uh, when I watched it, the first fifteen minutes or so, I'm like, wait a minute, I like Russell Crowe. What the fuck's happening? Yeah. <laughs> this isn't right. I, I, something's amiss.
0: <laughs> exactly. Do no. we have
1: any? Yeah. What? Do we? Do we have anything else to say about Gloria?
0: No. No. It, it just watch the original oh. from eighty. Avoid the nineteen
1: ninety nine one. I I wanna I wanna mention the ending for both of them. Yes. Well, the the ending, the Gloria, the second, the nineteen ninety nine version is obscenely happy ending. It's an obscenely happy ending. The Gloria nineteen eighty ending feels weird. Yeah. It, It doesn't make it doesn't fully make sense, and you get a feeling that and I, and I, and actually I think I confirmed this in a couple of these interviews I looked up that it was just a matter of uh yeah they're going to want a happier ending for for this film because it's going you know wide you know wide market and everything oh that's why and and so, yeah I, 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 I there's no blatant uh admission of that but there's a couple interviews where he kind of he kind of implies that that's that's what they wanted that's what was going to be required so that's what's in there right
0: but you could tell that he was trying to put that little bit of tension into that ending by having her so far off the camera that you couldn't see if it was her or not for for a long cool. part of that you know for a long part of that scene it's like is that her or is that not her
1: yeah but it's her voice so that doesn't really count yeah I thought, but, but I thought still as the viewer thing, you I, could I,
0: even though it's her voice you could you can definitely yeah. just kind of say what? I don't know yet you know, i i need that i need that close up
1: you, you know what? Which I thought you get. in my mind, in my mind before we were watching it, I had that same feeling of yeah, isn't it kind of like shady on whether or not it's her? But then when I watched it, not only do you hear her voice, but he yanks her wig off. It's like no, no, that's that's well, that's
0: yeah, well, because they do the it's the super slow mo right. close up.
1: If you, if you, yeah, it, even the slow motion. That's it's like it's so unlike as far as I'm concerned. It's it's like definitely out of place for Cassavetes, uh for that type yeah, of scene. It doesn't normally do um that. um the uh, if you take that ending. You can cut it. There's a there's a part where the kid goes to the uh, that the, goes to the cemetery and starts talking to Gloria by talking to the tombstone, and he looks up and sees the taxi pull away with all his money, yeah. and and, uh, and there's that you cut it right there, and it's like that's it. The kid's abandoned and alone, end <laughs> the movie. It's literally like it's like okay, hold on, and now here comes the happy ending. Or you can go now, one step
0: night- further, and you can do the type of endings that they kind of did a lot in the 70s and 80s where he does the tombstone uh, scene then he sees the taxi pull up, sees her get out she says, what, you're not gonna you're not gonna give your grandmother a hug pans over to him smiling pause, credits roll they did that a lot too and it could have ended right there on that shot too, even though it's open for interpretation and you don't actually see her, you know it's her because of her voice.
1: That's like that's like the ending of uh, the ninth configuration.
0: Oh god. Well, where it's, Scott it's, it's, Wilson is smiling in the back seat of the taxi.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Sir, is, is this your Saint Christopher middle? <laughs> yeah, didn't need that. There's yeah. there's an alternate cut to that too though. But I, I, I think I, I, foot. I think I like the alternate cut even less, I forget. Because I think, I think he went too much on that. Anyway, that's a different yeah. story. Anyway, different yes. time. Correct. But 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 with the nineteen ninety nine version, it's such a ludicrous happy ending. Because uh, in the in Gloria, nineteen eighty, they they want to kill the kid and they want the book, the the, the ledger that shows right. all the uh, accounts. Um, the uh, she eventually you know she goes to the mob. And at the end, she eventually goes to the mob and she says, "Listen, the kid's hidden. I'm not giving you the kid. Here's the book. I'm walking out of here." They won't let her. They're just like, "No, we want to kill everybody. Yeah. You can't get out of this. The mob, You're not allowed. the
0: mob boss is like, uh she's leaving.'" <laughs> yeah, she, in, in broken leaving, English, uh, um, uh, she's a leaving. <laughs> so, in
1: 1999 version, they want the thing. The one guy, the the, the one guy wants to kill the kid, but the uh, but Georgey Scott, he's like so laid back, and I don't want to. Get, and at the end, all it takes is George C. Scott saying, "Let them go," and they let him go. So it was that easy. Yeah. That is, and she only killed two people had, by accident they have that whole dialogue here here's how bad the screenplay is again you put information in a screenplay that's needed Sure c scott meets with uh her ex-boyfriend mobster asshole uh and they say like, okay she's got the disc the disc was the the accountant's disc right right the mob the mob accountant's right yes can we assume we know what's on that disc yeah accountant uh, mobster accounting. Good. We you're with me then. Yeah. So then Joyce <laughs> Scott proceeds to tell the, the other guy who you would assume knows too since it was his accountant, <laughs> what's on that disk? You know, there's records on that of every transaction, everything, every cop we bought, every, you know, senator's this thing. And and again, as a as a rational as a writer, as like a film-goer, I'm thinking, okay, they specifically mention cops being paid off in the scene that has to be why we're going through a laundry list of what we already assume we know right. based on you know common sense so there's going to be a scene where she tries to go to the cops and it's like a, the guys no no nothing like that no we just we just spend a minute going through a laundry list of what's on that disc because the audience is uh, they're assuming the audience is dumber than the fucking kid
0: yeah, it, it's, it's a real, uh, uh, what you know, they're really leading the audience, like you said. It, it's just, it's disgusting how, how they're doing it. As a matter of fact, the movie I'm watching now, which is your challenge for next week, they do the same thing on a lot of the scenes.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're doing the same thing where they're giving you all this information. It's like, why are you doing that? I think we can figure it out. But it's just, it's information overload.
1: And and, and, well, and you wanna you wanna have a and, and you wanna have a uh, an example of how you can do that properly. Go to Lumet. Go back to the Network. Sure, sure. How how many scenes of the Network are just information dumps, massive information dumps? But it's it's uh it's just it's done well. It's written or, well. Or do the with an idea.
0: Or do the complete reverse of another Lumet film, before the devil knows you're dead where most mm-hmm. of that is visual information. You don't really hear the spoken word about what's going on. You actually see what's going on, and it works well, you know?
1: And, and talk about, you know, pulling, like, a Cassavetes feel. Oh, sure. Devil Knows Devil Knows You're Dead. If he can do Devil Knows You're Dead, what the fuck is this? This was just a meal ticket. He didn't give a shit. No. He it, didn't care. Agreed. There was nothing about this film that he cared about. It was just put it in the can, done. I
0: think that was and his last film he was... before he died too it was well, the last film he... it was the last film before he died i mean he didn't die he, devil... before the devil knows you're you said... dead was the last lume film
1: oh i i I, missed, I thought you were saying gloria was the last one it's like that doesn't make sense sir. oh no 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 no.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah no <laughs> yeah. And not that well, he knew that he you know he retired from filmmaking so i think he kind of put his whole heart and soul in before the Neville, devil knows you're dead Because he kind of knew that he was done. I mean, he was like 83 years old when he did it.
1: Maybe he was making amends for this pile of shit. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? Maybe it was the idea. I I would like to think maybe, just maybe, it was a matter of if they're going to fucking remake Castavetes film, at least let me do it so they don't totally destroy it. Right. Because again, once you get Sharon Stone in there, and uh, you, you're—I mean, how many screenwriters were on this? Was there, It was just one, right?
0: Yeah, you know, it was who, just Steve you know, Antin. you know who it is. Steve Anton. You know who Steve Anton is? Uh he played Troy no. in the Goonies. The, that motherfucker. Yeah, Troy. Troy from the Goonies. It's the only wow. real script he's, a theatrical script he's ever written. And You could tell. He begged to do it. He probably loved the original. Begged to do it and realized he was in over his head and handed in a shit script.
1: Fucking Troy. Troy. Yeah. If you adjust
0: that mirror one more time.
1: <laughs> I knew I didn't Troy. like Troy. Troy. No, I really don't like Troy. Agreed. <laughs> All right. his so- picture on IMDb is gay as- and his picture on IMDB is gay as shit.
0: It's possible that he's a he's gay. Has that ever uh, occurred to all right,
1: you? But that's still not allowed. I just it just give, put, give, put a real picture up there. Don't put this like I it doesn't, it doesn't look good. I, I would say. Don't call me. A,
0: I would say he's definitely a gay man.
1: Don't ah. Oh, see now I feel bad. Thank you. You should feel bad. I should. I should. You're right. I shouldn't have called. He it looks gay. like he looks like uh, he's
0: had a lot of Botox and uh, collagen implants.
1: Oh, i i i i would i i wouldn't be able to tell you that. Oh yeah. Hmm. It,
0: his face just looks weird, like real weird.
1: Yeah, I'll give you that. Very weird. All right, well, are we done with Gloria? Yeah, we can go ahead and rate it. All right, let's rate the original first. The original has a six point nine on IMDb.
0: I'd say seven is is appropriate for the original. I mean, um, I, you may hold it a little higher on a pedestal than me. Uh, yeah, I know you do. Uh, I think seven is very good. I think seven and a half is more perfect, but you can't do half point review uh, ratings on IMDb. I know you want to go eight.
1: I I, I do want to go eight, but I I will I will agree to seven if you feel strongly about it.
0: I do. Uh, I, I I I do feel strongly about seven. I think it's uh I think it's a great film 8 is kind of to me pushing more in not perfect but it's pushing more in that direction
1: okay 7 it is and uh according to IMDB uh nearly 25% of all ratings have been 7 so we're with the norm oh well. highest highest uh, uh why do I always blank on the goddamn word <sighs> The um demographic demographics. Thank demographics. Okay. Highest demographic is tied uh, at eight stars with males. Uh, no, actually, well, yeah, well, I, I, it's it's. I, I don't I don't like how their demographics are because technically it's tied with uh, males and females under eighteen, giving a, a total of eight. But that's averaged out of seven and two votes. So. You know what? You know
0: what's the most sad about any, any of the ratings? It, yeah, is it what? only has forty three hundred. That's what's the most sad.
1: Well, well, how, meaning that this how film many, is an
0: even a film from the from the eighties or seventies, and there are plenty of films that have that have that have had tremendous yeah, reviews and ratings. It's just on no, no many, one's radar.
1: How many of those reviews are by people under the age of eighteen?
0: Oh, nine. <laughs> eighteen.
1: Eighteen of them. Yeah. No, no, nine. You're right. It's nine. I'm sorry. I doubled up there. Yeah. Yeah, nine. That's it. So I can't even look at these uh, demographics because they're they're flawed. Now, Gloria 1999 currently
0: has 4.7. Even less reviews.
1: <laughs> There's only
0: 3,300. There are 3,400.
1: <laughs> uh, what do you want to go? Four?
0: Absolutely. Four it is. Four.
1: Thank you. And the most, the highest rating is five at almost 24 percent.
0: Even as a gag, okay, 189 people gave it a ten, and you know that's 189 people that it's just. I want to give it a ten because it's cool.
1: Stop. And and again, highest highest demographic uh, rating is 6.7 for males and females under 18, but only six of them rated it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
0: And they're all that kids' family.
1: I I have to, I, I don't I don't know I, I have to question their their uh, demographic ratings here because this doesn't make sense to me. Age under 18, 6 votes, mm-hmm. four point four. But when when they break it down to males under eighteen and females under eighteen, they both average six point seven.
0: Hmm. That's interesting. Maybe I
1: just don't understand uh, how you get those numbers properly, but that just seems weird to me. It's definitely I think think I, I think it's weird that both of them... I think it's weird that both films spike uh, towards the common... Uh, the common uh, score. Because I've discussed before, when you look up your occult films, films you either love or hate, right. they tend to have the, the horseshoe look where 10 and 1 are the highest ratings, and the lowest ones are in the middle. You either love it or you hate it kind of thing. Both of these are the opposite, where the majority of people that saw it either uh, liked it a little bit or hated it a little bit, but nobody actually... Uh, you know, not as many people have a, as harsh opinion as far as a one or a ten, so that's weird for Gloria because I, I always think of Gloria as a cult film myself.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree with that absolutely. Sure,
1: I would, I would lump it. I would lump it in personally if I was going to do a double feature, I would do Gloria and Miss Forty Five.
0: I can see, I can see that being but, paired well. Sure.
1: Yeah, but that's just me.
0: Now I have, uh, I have a movie challenge for you.
1: Yes, which I know, but we can reveal to the audience. Yes.
0: Uh, I challenged Scott to The Fury, which is a film that we've been wanting to review for a really long time. I think back when we first started the show, we talked about reviewing this. And, you know, three years later, we finally have a, a connection, albeit it's a, you know, just a standard actor connection. Nick Cassavetes is an actor in The Fury. Um,. So that's my connection for giving you the movie. Now, I was going to challenge you to The Wraith with Charlie Sheen and Nick Cassavetti's son, or John Cassavetti's son, Nick Cassavetti's, who's gone on to be uh, a pretty decent director himself, um, who his probably his most famous film is The Notebook, which... Oh, good, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was a gigantic hit for him. It pretty much... Uh, took um, what's his face uh, why, why am I blanking on his name uh, the actor in Drive
1: oh Gosling
0: yeah Ryan Gosling uh, he took him and just kind of made him a superstar on that film alone and Gina Rollins is in the film who is his mother his biological mother uh, but um, it's uh I was going to challenge you to the Wraith, and I still want to review that at some point. So I'm up for it. Yeah, just, I'm up, just, up for it. Maybe, but, but maybe I, I already I'll, know I'll what challenge your you. challenge sh- to me should be, and I'm just interact'm I'm, cu- I'm curious. Based on the Fury, I'm curious if you'll pick it.
1: Huh. i'm i'm not gonna i'm not gonna, I'm not gonna
0: say know. what you should pick obviously because it's your choice but I already know right. what i would pick if you challenge me to the fury
1: i am looking forward to finding out what that is yeah <laughs> okay. now since we're done with that i wanted to bring up something as far as uh movie sucktastic uh doing things okay uh you and i in the past and again we both have busy schedules you have two kids now uh i have a real job that i actually like now mm-hmm. uh, a, uh, and i'm going to school again so That's a right. lot of things go, moving on but we always wanted to do a kind of uh riff track slash mystery science theater 3000 kind of thing where we uh watch a film and do our own audio commentary to it right and we uh we always plan to get together and do scripting and and plan it out that kind of thing it always fell through just because of our schedules it's harder for us to get together in person to do that kind of thing and it's harder to kind of do the script for that when we're not brainstorming together, et cetera, et cetera. Over the weekend, I uh, over the past week, I discovered uh, a, podca- uh, a a video on YouTube that a lot of people probably like slap their head. Well, uh, yeah, no duh, it's a very popular uh, video series on YouTube. But being almost 40 now, I'm a little out of the loop on some of these things, so I find them different ways. Okay. And I came across, it's called Yogg's Cast. I've never heard of it. Okay, there's this whole. Heard of it? There's this and they're 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 professional. They got the shit going. It's they got their own channel, hundreds of videos, and they play video games, and record themselves talking. Oh. Now I'm not talking scripted like uh like Freeman's Mind, the Half Life. Right. Where no, it, they that, just you know, they're
0: playing the game and they're just shooting the shit.
1: They play all the way through. They just talk through it and they record it. They they put it up and people eat it alive and i'm watching this and some of them, by the way some of them are hilarious they also, they, they do a lot of minecraft uh, there's one minecraft where someone built an entire map based on the lost uh oh, island really? <laughs> yeah and so it's just watching these people play the games do you I, see I, them I in frame them. at
0: all or it's just their voices overlaid
1: uh th- it depends on which ones you're watching they do ones where they they demo they play uh like um simulation like truck simulation games stuff like okay. that and with those they kind of they put themselves in the corner for the other ones, they they don't. They just you just watching the game. Now some of them I've watched are where they play like current games, like the uh, we are uh, the Last of Us. Is that the name of it? That yeah, zombie yeah. one.
0: That's the new PlayStation 3 I, game.
1: I, yeah, I watched one of those that one of them uh, plays and, and she talks over by herself, and I found it quite dull because she wouldn't really say anything good. But I'm watching these and I said, wait a minute, if if we just got to stop planning and just start doing it, right? Fuck, fuck screen, fuck trying to script it and and make it as good as like mystery science theater which we're never going to get but do you know but we've got enough going on well i know how we can do it without live stream right
0: through live stream we put your your picture at the bottom we put my picture at the bottom we actually watch the film and just watch it together and it streams live
1: right and people can watch with us properly yeah. If we sync it properly, I can watch it on my screen so I'm not getting the lag from the it, it, audio trying it's, to watch it on exactly, the actual uh, exactly. live stream.
0: As a matter of fact, and just, I was thinking way back when uh, just to invite people, like having bad movie days online, mm-hmm. instead of getting everyone, like in the wintertime right. when we can't show a movie outside, getting pe- this you know, is inv- that. In, it is exactly that. And this is right. something that we talked about. Where we could just invite everyone on Facebook, we could have you know a couple hundred people invited, and depending on how popular the room gets, we could have that many people with us, watching the movie with us, live streaming it, and then saving the video, and then uploading that video on YouTube.
1: Just no rehearsal. I mean, maybe I'll watch it a couple times beforehand and jot down notes of what I want to say, definitely, but sure. just do it. No, no run-throughs, no editing. Just fucking record us watching it. Uh, again, when we, we, we started doing this podcast because you and I, I remember the film, too, if I'm not mistaken. It was the remake of The Hitcher.
0: Oh, yes, it was. Which, we, we watched which it right I, here in my basement.
1: Right. And I, I I, came to you and I said, Joey, I can't watch this alone. <laughs> I, I know. I just know. I'm not capable. I need the emotional support of somebody close to me. To su- and Joey was like, I, "I feel your pain." Let's do this. And we watched it, and we're you know again just tearing it apart, hating it, talking. And at one point, I turned to you and said, "You know, there are people that record themselves doing this, and 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 post them as podcasts. And I don't even know if you knew what podcasts were at that point, or if I, you were, I had. Uh, I
0: actually had. Um, okay, but. Podcasts at the time when we talked about it, they've gained so much ground in the last three or four years. Oh sure, I mean, oh yeah, definitely. It it went from me just knowing what a podcast kind of was, like yeah, it's people recording stuff and putting it on the internet for consumption. To it's an internet radio show, you know that it's a full fledged internet radio show with opening music and sound effects or whatever however you want to do it. We do video and audio. Um, It's it's huge absolutely huge
1: i guarantee one of the reasons it exploded is because thousands of people turned to their version of joey and said you know (laughs) a lot of people just record this shit while they're talking and put it up as a podcast
0: exactly
1: (laughs) so now so the fact that this this show spawned from wanting to duplicate that same kind of uh uh back and forth we would have while watching a film it makes perfect sense to me that we just bring it full circle and just start doing it.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree.
1: And, I... and as long as we do it with films that people that, that uh, companies aren't really rabid about the copyrights to we should be able to put them on YouTube as well. Agreed. I mean, I mean, we can do public domain stuff. If we do, we we can do films that no one cares about. Like, for instance, uh,
0: if you can, we, we don't do Child Bride a- right out the bat, right out of the gates. We don't do Child but, Bride, but
1: that's but that's not on the list. That's on it, the oh, list. it's on the list.
0: That's like you know, ten films list. in when people are used to I'm, us.
1: I'm <laughs> dying to do, do Child Bride, but uh, I mean, if you, for example, if you can find the film on YouTube now, full version,
0: we could probably. There's no reason it.
1: why we can't do it with the audio commentary. There's no reason why we can't do it with Boogie Nights. Exactly. Exactly. I would love to have our first episode be Jim Cotta. I just don't know if we can pull it off on YouTube, but we can definitely pull it off on live stream.
0: Absolutely. You know, the easiest way to do full movies is just type full movie in YouTube and then just sort it. And we could probably pick a hundred movies for like the first, you know, God knows how many years of the show.
1: Well, we don't have to... Because we won't do it every
0: week. We'll do it, like, say, maybe... I don't know how often we'll do it, maybe once a month, twice a month
1: at the most, twice a week, I mean every two weeks okay at the most every two weeks, I would love to do more, we'll see what our schedules are if <laughs> if if we you know, but again i I don't want it to be the kind of thing where we have to like okay we'll, we'll start preparing now and we'll have everything, and we'll do our research and no, no we just right. like we'll pick a film that we want to watch. I would love to do like one or two sight unseen. Okay. I would love I would love to do one that we've never seen before and do it just like have fresh eyes on it.
0: I yeah, sure. It's gonna be It'll be tough, but we can do it.
1: Well, but but what I think it will do is I'm gonna I think we'll post uh um uh what do you call it? Polls on on our Facebook and on our Tumblr Uh, We can put some movies up there and ask people what films they want us to do it with, and we'll just get a public consensus from our our listeners and take it from there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think people will eat that up. I think think more people will show up to watch a film with us than...
1: Than watch us talk about a film. Well, not that... Yeah,
0: I mean, they could be hopping on here and doing that too, and people do do that. But I think if you get to watch a film with (laughs) somebody you know they actually get to hear the movie and hear what we have to say about it while we watch it with them i think people will and eat that up i really do
1: and especially and especially if we're reading comments from our uh, listeners while we're watching it as well sure
0: everyone always likes to hear their name on the radio
1: yeah well it's not radio but
0: it's, uh, so it's i think it's the, the new radio
1: considering that we're taking 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 out the pre pre-production part of it so to speak and just making it a a live event instead of a Rehearsed, scripted, and edited thing. I think we can get this going very soon. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, I think the only obstacle is going to be choosing which film to have as our launch film because it has to be good. We got to drag everyone in, absolutely. And I and I and I for I I even though I said Jim Cotta would be a great first one and I would love to do it, I'm also putting Chopping Mall. Oh, yeah. I'm throwing that in the ring. Definitely. I would love to do shopping malls. Anything like that. I mean, just something. I would love. It, it, also, it also gives us an opportunity to do more older films, 80s, 70s, uh, even like going back to 60s and 50s, just grabbing like old crap that no way. Stuff that's not even like out there. Like the kind, of, the kind of stuff you'd get in a compilation bargain bin DVD box set. Right. Right.
0: Hell, we could even um, uh, take the audio of us watching the movie too. And making that kind of like a supplemental episode, you know, it won't be its own. Like well, say episode one hundred and nineteen, it wouldn't be a hundred episode one hundred nineteen. We do it episode one nineteen, and then this would be kind of like a companion piece.
1: Well, because that would be like they do with Rip tracks, where you could for that episode you could play the movie and sync it up to the podcast and actually listen to it as if it we're right there with you. Exactly. It's it's like it would be like having Joey and I in your living room, except without the sweatiness, and and uh, you know the demands for snacks, <laughs> and the awkward touches and silences.
0: I just I would have to figure out uh, we'd have to start it off the same way, or I'd have to edit it the same exact way, so that I would say on the third click, yeah. hit play or this whatever.
1: Is, yeah, well. That we'll figure that out. That's that's that, that's talk. That's that's technical talk that we don't have to discuss here. That's but right. I wanted to say it here because it's kind of instead of talking to you about it behind the scenes. I just wanted to kind of like formally announce it because I I I see no reason why this shouldn't happen. Uh, I very I want soon. I've
0: been wanting it to happen for a long time. But again, like you said, our schedules are, are tight, but they're not so tight that we watch movies all the time. We just will do it together online with other people.
1: Right. So so I I'm I'm, I'm going to say right now this is going to happen uh, no later than September. Agreed. Just because I know August right now I've got a lot of stuff going on in the second half of August mm-hmm. but I definitely b- before my 40th birthday we will do a a uh, movie sarcastic live cast or, or we'll th- we'll think of a name for it. I don't Sounds know. Sounds good. Uh,
0: I'm still trying to convince uh, my wife that we should show a movie outside on my son's birthday in o- October, because <laughs> everyone's going to be over the house anyway. It's his—it's yeah. it's one year. It's his uh, first birthday. He's going to be turning right. one. And I, I told her. I said everyone's going to be here. Let's show a movie. Let's make it a bad movie day. It won't be an official bad movie day, but it kind of is. It's like yeah, we'll have birthday cake and presents, and then around seven o'clock, show a movie outside. And she's kind of like, why would we do that? Because it's fun. Because <laughs> it, the adults will be around.
1: Yeah, we would we, we like say happy birthday to the kid for four hours? Come on.
0: Exactly. The kid's going to bed at 7. 7.01, we're showing a movie. Right. So, very soon I think uh, I'll be sending out a poll for people to vote on the movie we're going to show, too, in October.
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, well... But again, we'll I'll, we'll put the polls up for what film we should launch our uh, our uh, movie.
0: The live cast, absolutely. Audio
1: live cast Well, again, I just threw that out there. I'm not sure if I like that, but we'll we'll think of a name for it. We'll we'll have it. We'll we'll brand it. We have to brand this motherfucker.
0: Absolutely. Usually, what we'll do is we'll pick five films. We'll let people vote on them, and then
1: well, with this we'll, one, we'll, with we'll bring all goes... five.
0: We'll bring all five, and then we'll we'll we'll, we'll choose. I'm, a, a I'm not.
1: T- I'm I'm talking about our thing. I'm not even talking about your outside thing. I'm talking about no. Our
0: that's thing. what i That's what I'm talking about. The the online thing. Well, we're gonna do a poll. Oh,
1: they, well, right. Well, we'll we'll put a poll up, but people can add their own films too. So that'll grow and give us a list of an of the ideas of the films that people want to see. Okay. And then we'll ignore them and just do whatever the hell we want in the first place. <laughs> so
0: well, if we're gonna do that for real, we probably should put the poll out sometime before the end of August.
1: Oh no! It'll happen this week. I, I, things are finally. Uh, actually I'm not gonna jinx myself. it'll happen soon
0: okay yeah and um, we'll, we'll just keep, have... we'll keep reminding people about it too
1: oh yeah Because well, if I'll, you don't we'll keep reminding them
0: they will just forget about it
1: well I'll, I'll put trailers up at the films we're considering too that, you know we'll put materials up we'll we'll, we'll get a thing going we' we'll oh, yeah. we'll, oh, yeah. we'll create we'll create a buzz a buzz
0: yeah nice all right, so I think it's time to end the show. Yes, it is. All right. Thank you for joining us for episode 118 of Movie Sucktastic. We can be found on our website at moviesucktastic.com. We can also be found at iTunes. You can do a search and leave us reviews. You can download all our episodes there or you can download them on our website. You can watch us on live stream from the website as well. You can email us at the movie guys at Moviesucktastic.com You can leave us voicemail at 908-514-4470. We have a Facebook page as well, Facebook.com slash Moviesucktastic We have a Tumblr, which is Moviesucktastic dot com. And you know what we haven't mentioned in a long time? Our what? Um, our review site. The, um, I don't even remember. Lunch.com. Lunch. <laughs> <dot> <laughs> yeah, we have a lunch.com where, it, you know what, for a long time it was an active site. People were putting movie reviews on it. We had like a ton yeah. of members and everything. We don't mention it I have, anymore.
1: I, I, I lost track of that with everything else going on. I'll have to go back and make sure our account's still valid and everything.
0: It is. It's still, a, you can still oh, access it, it from the site. Absolutely.
1: Huh. All right.
0: We have a merchandise page. We have actually some kind of new shirts that we put up a couple of months ago, which are awesome. should buy those. I gotta put an opening and an ending uh, like bookend. That's, you know, that's behind stuff. the scenes stuff. That's behind that's the, the scenes stuff. The scene. But I gotta do it because I, I say the same shit anyway.
1: And, and, and he keeps talking about it anyway.
0: That's right. Alright, everybody. All right. Do you have any wisdom? Yeah. You let,
1: woman you, eh? you let a woman beat you A. Eh? Yeah, tiny little nothing. Yeah, punk.
0: <laughs> All right, it everybody.
1: That, it was either that, or, or you have a small pee. Uh, men have big pee-pees.
0: Or maybe one day you'll have a big peepee, God willing. Uh, yeah. Or Sydney no. Lumet can suck it. I thought you were going to go with any one of those. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Bye bye.